Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for another episode of Life with Gwen. I'm Gwen Friss, Lifestyle Editor here at the Cape Cod Times, and today's guest needs absolutely no introduction because he is known all over the world, and I'm sure you know him. With us today is Santa. Santa, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for asking It's wonderful to see you. Yes. And I was going to tell that you're here especially today to talk to the children uh, of Cape Cod or or wherever, because, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we hear from people around the world. Excellent. and we have some questions that children have submitted, but if you are home watching with a child and you would like to type in a question, we will be able to get that and ask Santa right now. If um, And we also want to tell parents that if your uh, kids are at school, you could feel free playing this for them later today at the website uh, capecodtimes.com slash life with Gwen uh, because this is all about the kids as you are Santa well, I try to be so thank <laughs> you so much for coming and thank I you. know what a busy time it is for you right oh, now yes it is so this is, this, is, this is getting down to crunch time yes that's yeah. true Shall we dive right in with some sure. of the children's questions? No problem at all. And you know these a lot of these questions came in from children who are visiting libraries on the Cape over oh, the weekend the perfect place to go. Mm-hmm. The library. So they're very curious. And, uh, you know, I, oddly, may have to take off my glasses to see the prints. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, our first question is from Francis, who is three and a half, and he lives in Sandwich. Okay. And he asks, what kind of food does Santa like to eat? Well, Santa's favorite food is cookies, of course. And, and for later, we have some here? Uh, yes. And uh, I would say... You know, up in the North Pole, we always like things warm. So I would say lots of soup and and stews because they're all nice and warm. So, But cookies still are a food group for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I should ask, and this is not a child question, but you bring it, it up. I think it may be on there. Um, is it could be? Um, is uh, do you do you cook, and uh, or does Mrs. Claus do Mrs. all Claus the cooking? Me, let me near the stove. Oh. Okay, good to know. I. I can I burn water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we have another question. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, we have something coming in too. So uh, we have hello from Muncie, Indiana, uh, from Richard Williams. Hello, Richard. How are you today? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Curious that you didn't ask if he's been good this year, but you probably know. We have a big book. Yes. Yeah. I think he's been very good. <laughs> Have I been good? For what I can tell. Oh, okay. Good, so good. <laughs> Just want to make sure I'm on track. For a, a... We'll see how this interview goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now, um, let's see. We also have a question from Trey, and he's five years old from Forestdale, mm-hmm. and he's wondering how old you are. Well, one should never ask 
an older person how old they are, but I, I'll, I'll let you, I'll, I'll round it off to centuries. I'm centuries old. And I always think of you as timeless. Well, thank you. So. <laughs> All right, let's see. Now we have someone else from Forestdale, and that is uh, Deja. What a pretty name. And she is four years old, and she would like to know, what is your favorite cookie? Oh, I, I have been asked this a lot, and my answer is there is no such thing as a bad cookie. <laughs> they are all wonderful. But if I had to pick a cookie, I would either say a sugar cookie or a gingerbread cookie is probably my favorite. But then, you know, then I go, okay, chocolate chips, Fig Newtons. Or, I just, I just go, they're all great. We They're's, could spend the whole half hour on I cookies. I could just start naming cookies because I, I see them all on Christmas Eve. So they're great. It, uh, you must have to, to exercise a bunch after Christmas Eve, although no, all that I, in and out of the sled. A lot of sleeping, usually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Now, also from Sandwich, uh, seven-year-old Sean wants to know, is it always light outside at the North Pole? One interesting question. Well, yes. Because of the Earth's axis, uh, what happens is it tilts. So we get, we get more sun than we get in the wintertime. And then it's a lot like Alaska, where it's six months of light and then six months of dark. So uh, in Alaska right now, it's probably—I mean, in North Pole right now—I think we're going through the the six months of light. And in the summertime, while you're light, we're in the dark. <laughs> Makes some sense because uh, you need this light for right. for all the work that's going well, on now. Tilt of the Earth's axis in relation to the sun. There's a lot of astronomy involved in that. But, mm -hmm. And I would say to talk to your science teacher and you'll learn a whole lot about how the light uh, hits the earth. Excellent. And without meaning to, the next question I Who's think that? relates to this a little bit okay. because uh, Rory, age six, who is also from Sandwich, mm -hmm. um, wants to know, do the elves ever get a break from making toys? Oh, the elves have a six-month vacation starting in uh, January, no, so actually the day after Christmas, we have a giant party and then we, uh, they all go on their vacations. So they, they don't come back until about the end of June. And then that's when the toys start being made again. And I imagine there's um, some candlelight and electric light involved in, uh, if, if it's dark in June a lot of the yes, time. Yes, yes. Well, a lot of them sleep a lot, you know, because it's... I didn't it's, know that. Well, it's very tiring to be working as hard as they do. And there's usually three shifts, you know, we, they work in eight-hour shifts. So there's, you know, there's about a billion elves. And so what they do is they, they, take, they take shifts, yes. It's a whole elf village. Is a whole. It's mm -hmm. it's unbelievably how big the operation is. And do some of the elves take care of the reindeer? They or? take care of the reindeer. They take care of all the other animals that are up there too. We have donkeys and chickens and rabbits and things like that because people want animals for Christmas. And so, oh. you well, know. you're kind of a gentleman farmer. Well, we try. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite picture the sleigh with a, a donkey in it. Oh, no, we, we tried that one year. No, 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 no. Didn't work out. <laughs> he got okay. a little stubborn. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. They're known for that. 
So um, now we have a few questions. I'm uh, I'm going to encourage folks who are watching to uh, to send us some questions. What have you been curious about? If your children are not there, we will let the adults ask the questions. That's okay too, because magic is for people of all ages. Christmas is for everyone. Right. Um, now let's see. We already talked about how old you are. That impolite question, but um, okay. <laughs> we have some questions here from uh, Mary Bianco, who who sees a lot of children, mm -hmm. and these are some of the questions that she has received as a librarian over the years oh, great. Um, from children who you know at this time of year. Sure. So uh, that was kind of her. Thank you, Mary, for sending those in. Yes, thank you um, so much. Now, um, what do the reindeer eat? Is one of the questions she gets. Reindeer like grass and hay, but we also give them carrots. And like horses, they like an occasional sweet sugar cube uh, and some salt. So that's what the reindeer really like. But the top thing would be grass. Okay, so um, sometimes I see uh, kids put out like a little bit of oats. That, yes, that works oh, too? Yes, with oats. Yes, mm -hmm. they will. Great, great. Okay, and uh, no special diet for the flying part. No, the flying comes from, uh, well, I'll fill you in on that. What happens is the aurora borealis yeah. has a magic dust in it, oh. which is why the aurora borealis always stays so high in the sky. Okay, so maybe we, you should so explain what that is. The aurora borealis is in the sky in the north is our ribbons of color that you see. And so what happens is we go up there with the reindeer and with the giant catch basin, we catch the magic dust in the Aurora Borealis and we bring it back and we, we fit it into the sleigh and that just keeps everything flying. Wow. the sleigh and the reindeer flying. Now, the Aurora Borealis and also called the Northern Lights yes. sometimes? Yes, it is. And I've always been, um, Occasionally you know, I hear, you can hear, see them on Cape Cod. Yeah, only, yeah, very maybe, occasionally, maybe right? Once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. It. Uh, I've always thought they were pretty magic, but I didn't know they were literally magic they like are literally that. Literally magic, yes. Excellent. So, um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, is it really cold at the North Pole? Because I can see you're you're dressed. Yes, oh, I'm dressed very uh, warmly. Uh, right now, it's uh, minus one at the the um, at, at the North Pole. And usually in the wintertime, it may go down to uh, minus 30. Wow. And so during the summer, when everybody else is down here swimming and it's 90 degrees, it's 32. Up mm -hmm. up, so it's still frozen. So the ice always stays frozen at the North Pole. So it, it never, 32 is the highest, which is freezing Fahrenheit, and minus 30 is the winter time, so it's cold. So being here with us today, um, where the, oh, nice. the weather field, I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this, is, this, is, this is our dream vacation. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you could come and, and oh, have enjoy it a little while you're here. I may here. take a walk along the beach while I'm here. It's yeah. so nice. That's right. Well, if anyone, you might be alone. I drove past Craigville this morning, oh. and it was absolutely gorgeous with the sun, you know, shimmering oh, off the, the ocean. But it was pretty cold for walking. I didn't see many walkers or runners out there. Oh, well, not cold so, for me, but that's That's great. true. That's true. <laughs> your, your blood has thickened up living oh, at the oh, North yes, Pole. Yes, 
And you already talked about this because uh, some of the kids ask Mary how many elves work at the North Pole. Yes, and it's about a billion usually. You know, it's like, but it's it, they're spread out. Not I hate to say this, we we have different places with the elves. About about half a billion are at the North Pole, mm-hmm. and then some are in Canada. Some are in Alaska. Some are in because the the to get the wood for the toys and the plastic oh, for the toys and mm-hmm. things like that. You have to. We have to sort of go off site. Materials handling. Materials, mm-hmm. and then what happens is all that stuff gets shipped back up to the pole, and then we they they make the parts. We assemble it. I see. And then we send it back. So there's kind of like little, IKEA. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except magical IKEA. Yes. So. Oh, boy, here's a biggie, and uh, we have to talk about this one. All right. Someone asked, can I have a puppy for Christmas? Well, what I always say when someone asks for a puppy is that um, they have to understand the responsibility of asking for a live gift. Whether or not you ask for a kitty or some people ask for chickens and ducks and um, uh parrots and things like that mm-hmm. they're live animals and what happens is live animals need a lot of care and so what are you going to do to make sure that that animal stays healthy so what happens is for a puppy for example when it snows which it always does in december we we have to make sure that the puppy can get outside and the puppy has small legs and so if you get two feet of snow the puppy cannot get outside. So what happens is you have to go outside and you have to shovel in a big area of your backyard for the puppy to use uh, to do his business. Right. Puppy bathroom. Yes. And you have to exercise that puppy like crazy because little puppies have a lot of uh, energy. So you have to walk them all the time, you know, maybe before school and then after school, maybe twice after school. You have to find a big area which you can have them run around so they'll, you know, they'll sleep and they won't be chewing all your stuff up because the more you walk them and the more exercise they get, the less they'll chew up your stuff. And do um, other behaviors that yes, are kind of considered bad. Or the or the couch or things like that. Yes. <laughs> now, I had heard also, Santa, that usually if there's going to be um, a live gift that you right. talk to the parents. The parents have to okay a, uh, a live animal gift. Mm-hmm. Um, that has to be okayed by the parents because I can't just drop a puppy off and hope that the child will be responsible enough. So the parents have to say, okay, the child will be responsible enough. And so then that's when we drop the puppies off. That makes sense because really it's like getting another member of the family, but a four-legged one, you know. But I would so. also suggest that uh, there are a lot of rescue animals out there. If, you, if, if a child, you know, really wants a dog or a cat or a bird, that they should go to the Animal Rescue League and take a look and maybe get an older dog who may be two years old, but he's already trained. So you, so they won't be chewing up the furniture. So they won't be going in the house. So, you know, that it'll be a much easier uh, transition mm-hmm. to have around the house. I mean, puppies are cute. They're adorable. You, you know, you, you can't beat a cute puppy, but maybe you know, a cute kitty. For, yes. For the first 
for the first pet for a child, you know, maybe an older dog that would, you know, that really would like to have a home and not be in a shelter. So it's always something to think about. That sounds like great advice. I heard they even, I don't know if she's still there, but for a while the shelter in um, in Brewster even had a pig that was looking for a oh, home. Oh, oh, yes. The, and pigs are technically, I believe, are smarter than dogs. I guess. They, they, I can't they, imagine. They can but. learn more and stuff. I've seen, them, I've seen them go in and out of the houses and, you know, sleep in beds and things like that, and, <laughs> you know. It would certainly be a conversation, uh, conversational would, member yes, of the family. Yes. So, but if it's a, if it's a real pig, not a potbelly pig, a potbelly pig only gets so big. Oh. But a real pig will get as big as a so small sofa. Right. Right. You know? so, so you really have to think you really about have that. Have to think about how much yard you have. So, yes. you know what I was thinking? Mm-hmm. I was thinking that when parents mm-hmm. are are dealing with with pets and children who particularly like animals, mm-hmm. that that um, like uh, a zoo membership is a good thing too. That's very yes. That's a, that's a very good idea. I love to go to the zoo as long yes. as it's a nice zoo where the animals look happy. Yes, or you can even uh, you know if they like fish, mm-hmm. the uh, Woods Hole Scientific Aquarium. Oh yes, that's there. a great spot. Mm-hmm. That's a great spot. So, um, oh, this is an interesting question. Uh, We're hearing, are there elves who just work on stockings? Well, they don't work on stockings. They work on stocking stuffers. Ah. (laughs) So they'll be working on the smaller toys. Mm -hmm. So because you can't put, you know, like if someone wants a Hess truck, you know, that doesn't fit in a stocking. But those little things like matchbox cars and things like that that can fit in stockings, that's a whole division. So we have the big toy division and we have the small toy division. Wow. And I you hadn't uh, heard about Hess truck in a while. So. Oh, I've heard nothing but this, this year. Is it, this year? Is it, is it popular a, this year? It's amazing how popular that is. Oh, how interesting. So you know, I wonder. Squishies are popular. Too. What, what is that? <laughs> My kids are, are grown up, so I'm, well, I'm not really to, in this. You're going to have to look up a, a, a toy manual, I guess. Squishies? Squishies and also American Girl dolls. Are I know that one. <laughs> Uh, you know, trucks are always big. Uh, Legos a giant this year again. Uh, some sets like uh, you know Harry Potter, Star Wars, uh, all the Avenger toys. People, the little boys and girls want them all. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, action figures and play sets. And believe it or not, the Barbie Dreamhouse is top on lists still and still. what's it like it never never stop barbie 50 or 75 or uh, you never ask a woman's thing. age right <laughs> even if she's made of plastic I, well, so. yes, yes. um so I, I, yeah but i think the barbie dream house is the, was one that has surprised me this year yeah there's so many people who want the barbie dream house and i can remember that from my own childhood that was yes. around and and uh, everybody wanted the barbie ago. Good job, Santa. Already gave me my Christmas present. Thank you. Um, I heard that you have a very uh, unusual story about the most unusual question you were ever asked. Because you're out a lot at this time of year, seeing hundreds of children. Well, this young lady came to see me, and she handed me a list. And I looked at the list, and the first thing on the list was... A hippopotamus. <laughs> she wanted a hippopotamus. And I said, do you know what a hippopotamus is? And she said, yeah, yeah. And then the rest of her list was two, hippopotamus food, three, a hippopotamus bed, 
and it, it went all the way down hippopotamus clothes. And I said, well, let me see what we can do about that. But a hippopotamus can grow to the size of a small automobile. And so I'm not sure it would fit inside of her house. Not to mention, don't they need like a watering hole or a, need, yeah, a, a, a river? A swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. you, I've been told, I haven't heard it, but I've been told there's a, um, a Christmas song that uh, is all I want for Christmas is a hippopotamus. I wonder if she might have heard oh, that. Oh, I know. I, I don't think I've heard that one. I, I haven't that, either. I you know our friend Jason. Team. Yeah. Well, you know something? Now that I think about it, yes. Yeah, there are so many Christmas songs. I know. That, uh, and there are new ones coming out daily. Almost. Right. And new arrangements. Uh -huh. Yes, absolutely. That uh, well, that sort of brings me to a question. Do sure. you play any kind of music when you're in the in the sled or listen to podcasts? Or? I, I just, uh, I basically, the, the sled has its own radio, and so I tune in. Usually, I'm not listening to that. I'm usually listening to uh, air traffic. Mm -hmm. because I want to find out where all the planes are, and I want to find out what the weather is. So I may have to go around a storm to get back to where I'm supposed to be and or change my course just so I can say if there's a storm over Paris, I may go north a little first mm -hmm. in, in France. So I get that done and then swing back to Paris as the storm has passed. But you're like the post office. The weather never stops you. Never stops you. No. 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 And uh, and I understand this that. This is all waterproof, by the way. <laughs> I understand that. I it, it's have, like I, a pet, I don't, you I know? Don't have, I don't have my big goggles that oh. I usually wear, too, because it gets windy up there. Right. I can imagine. Yes. I was saying that I think the... Uh, here in the United States, the NORAD command uh, keeps an oh, they eye on you. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. They do. I've and around the world. I've allowed that. Yeah. You know, usually I don't. But in the last couple of years, I've said, okay, you guys can do it. You oh, know? So, so people know when I'm coming. Well, not exactly when. And well, you yeah. should maybe talk about, uh, maybe you'd like to talk about one of the things that you uh, you want to, the children have a job on Christmas Eve, right? Well, first of all, they have to be good. Like, right. Oh, women, we have a, a thing from oh, yep. Jane Reed Wilson from Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and you've all been good. Oh my goodness, you're going to leave me a cheesesteak. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, and that, Philadelphia that's, is that's is delicious. Oh, famous yes, for I've those. Been there and I've had some. That's right. Oh, thank you so much. You are a very good child. <laughs> 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 it's uh um yeah it's she and her husband and two cats <laughs> so, oh, yes. they they're actually new kitties new members of the family oh so, great anyway um you well what are you getting them for christmas when uh, i'm not going to tell them on, oh. on uh, <laughs> the regular watchers i we want to oh, have okay. some surprise yes, you know no, I always need a surprise so yes. it uh it you know i'm always impressed at uh how much children do and and oh by the way the question we were working on oh, is you want them to go to bed right well they should go to bed at a reasonable hour yes mm -hmm. and uh you know i i usually get there later in the evening and it's a little more difficult if they're up and looking out windows and things like that so i really appreciate have a nice dinner make sure the place is clean so i'm not tripping over your toys <laughs> And then just go to bed early, and then I will be, you know, there and uh, and leave. You wake up. Leave, leave gifts for you. 
We have another message. Karen Watkins says, exceptional outfit, Santa. Oh, Glad yes. it's waterproof. Oh, yes, it is, yes. You're ready for anything. It, uh, what I was saying was, it always impresses me how uh, children are very giving. You know, if they're, uh, we see often stories of if a, a child is, is given something, they'll say, I'd like to use it to, to buy a present for my sister or... When we were at the Cape Cotter recently, I gave a little girl a candy cane after we talked, and she said, my brother is homesick. Could I have another candy cane to give to him? Oh, nice. And so I said, certainly, and we gave him another one. And so the idea that she was thinking of him was just, you know, it was, it was wonderful. It's a, such a wonderful thing in the world when we all think about each other yes. and uh, try to do the, the kind thing that, well, that's you what know, the find one kind thing That's what the day. Christmas spirit is, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, to be good to each other. All year long. Yes, it would, it would, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that our guests and uh, our library friends, is there anything that, you know, you hear a lot that's a question that we haven't addressed? I think we covered most of it. Uh, everybody wants to know why, how I get around mm -hmm. when there's no snow. Okay. Because a sled only works in the snow. Oh, I didn't realize that. So how yes. do you get around? Well, uh, if right, like right now, uh, I come in from the airport mm -hmm. and I, I borrow uh, a truck from a friend. Mm -hmm. uh, Santa's helper, and I usually use that to get around. But the uh, Christmas Eve, we always like to try to use the sled, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So the sled is outfitted with some jets, which I don't care for, but we'll use them so we, it, we can hover right in. And right oh, like out. a hover jet. Yes. Interesting. And we put rubber, um, like a horse, if a horse is walking on something slippery, they usually put rubber soles on a horse's hooves oh. so it doesn't slide so it can grab same thing with the sled we do the same thing with the reindeer they oh i was going to ask about the reindeer because they have hooves yeah they're, they're, they're shooed mm -hmm. with with rubber hooves i would think that would be especially important you know with yes. the roof landings right well you know they're they're a little easier than the um have you ever tried to put booties on a dog and no. Or a cat and try to watch them walk. <laughs> put know. a sweater on my cats. <laughs> the, rain, the reindeer, we put, have to put these rubber booties on uh -huh. them, and they're not happy with them at first. Oh. But they get used to it. So they know they have fun. a job to do. They do. They're very smart. They're and extremely smart. You reminded me of a question that we often hear, which is, what if there's no chimney in the house you're living in? Well, there's, there's magical ways for me to get there. So I'm, I'm not, don't worry if you don't have a chimney, um, you know. I'll be there no matter what, you know, I, I can, I can, well, I shouldn't tell you how I do it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. We'll let Santa have his <laughs> secrets. Yes. And uh, Santa, I want to thank you for, for coming today. This has been such a delight well, and uh, so glad to me. get some answers to those questions that oh, are, sure. well, that are young Kate viewers. Are always very inquisitive. Yes. And uh, and our thank you to the librarians who helped us to get those questions in. And they are wonderful. They do an unbelievable job, librarians. Does, isn't that great? Yes. I, I just love to go to the library. It's, it's its own little magic kingdom. I love reading books, and I think everybody should still read books. I don't think, you know, it's nice to have a tablet and read things online, but there's nothing like a book in your hand reading it and turning pages. And people who are working there who can help you with right, uh, all find kinds of questions. Kind of, right. And you can find out about the North Pole. 
That's right. <laughs> anyway, Santa, thank you. And I hope that you have a good Christmas, too, while you're making it uh, a good one for children around the world. Everybody be good and, uh, you know, listen to your parents. And it's almost time. It is. It's almost and go time. It's getting very close. It's time for us to say goodbye for today. I wanted to remind you that if the kids get home from school and you'd like to share this, you can see it at capecodtimes.com slash lifewithgwen, or you could listen in the car if you want the kids to be quiet for a while uh, by adding the word podcast to that address. Join us next week. We'll be talking about New Year's and what to serve for, for uh, celebratory drinks and also uh, for snacks. So have a good day. Good Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Okay. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.